Bath and West Wiltshire's Radio Bath. So welcome along, it's Richard Bovesan here until midday. On a story to tell, I've got the lovely Joel Rose and we're going to be doing a live lounge. Good morning, Joel. Hello, Richard. How are you today? I'm very, very well. How is life? Yeah, you know, it's ticking along. It is ticking along. We're nearly at Christmas time. Are you ready for Christmas yet? If I'm honest, I haven't really given it much thought. <laughs> it's like everything in my life, it's a roller coaster suddenly approaching last minute, thinking, oh, where did that come from? So, uh, um, I don't have a huge amount of presents to buy and stuff to prepare, so I'm fine with so it. So you're all good. Now, yeah. Joel is so much of a rock and roll person that he's even got his harmonica just resting around his neck. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready, ready go to go live. It's a little blast on the harmonica. <laughs> Just like that. There we go. <laughs> so we've got that coming up. You're going to do four tracks for us today, Joel, aren't you? I am indeed. Amazing. So what type of music are you then? So I've been uh, feeling that I fit into a genre that is fairly new, but it's called Americana. So it's, uh, it's I guess it's the modern version of country music is blues, folk, country uh, kind of wrapped in together. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a big, it's a growing scene, I would say. I haven't actually cracked the British Americana scene. I don't think I'm country enough, but you and your viewers will be able to decide that shortly. We will have a little listen a bit later on, won't we? Mm -hmm. And uh, I say, you're going to do four four tracks with us. I was having a look. There's not that many people that play harmonica these days either, is there? Well, that's, I didn't know that. I mean, I, I am aware that, obviously, I'm a huge Bob Dylan fan. I might have guessed. Yeah, and so... He got the whole harmonica on a strap playing guitar from Woody Guthrie. He was a massive Woody Guthrie fan. And so, yeah, it's passing down. So I guess as soon as you see a guy with an acoustic guitar and a harmonica around his neck, you think, oh, he's been listening to Bob Dylan. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, there, there's definitely in the blues scene, there's what I will call proper harmonica players who can really do stuff with their harps. Um, I guess, yeah, I don't know if... You know the story about these harmonicas, but you'll I'll be see. Honest, I don't. I'd change. Basically, this they are what they call blues harps, and each harmonica is set in a single key. So it does mean as you change songs, if your song's a different key, you need to change harmonicas. So right. that's why I've got this box of half a dozen harmonicas here. Because, uh, but it does mean that because your harmonica is in the key of your song, you can't play a wrong note. So actually, it's a lot easier than people think. Okay, so whatever you play is going to be correct. Uh, let's hope so. As long as I don't, the only thing is sometimes if I put the wrong harmonica in for the key I'm playing, uh, which, um, you know, then you'll notice it's a very short harmonica solo. It'll be very, very quick. <laughs> um, so what kind of got you started into all of this then? Yeah, I was thinking about that recently. Um, when I was a little kid, I had I had a fair amount of time on my own and I used to listen to a lot of radio, a lot of music on the radio. I had this little blue plastic it was quite some time ago, a little blue plastic medium wave AM radio, yeah. and I'd be listening to Radio 1 and all the pop songs and singing them away and singing along. And at some point, I started to see myself performing them, you know, in my head. And uh, I was quite young when I dreamed of playing a saxophone. And I don't know if you remember Baker Street, Jerry Rafferty yeah, yeah. doing Baker Street and that sax solo. And I kind of thought, that's what I want to do. But I also wanted to play guitar and sing as well. So uh, I did try saxophone for a while. That didn't work out. But 
uh, at some point a friend had a guitar and showed me a few chords and that was the beginning really okay and how long ago was that then joel well i was 16 then and I'm quite a lot older now. A couple of years older than that now. <laughs> yeah. Likewise. Yeah. I celebrate, I think I celebrate, is the word celebrate? I was chatting to somebody yesterday <laughs> about that they had turned 50 recently and they said, I hated it. And I turned 50 next year myself. And uh, I was looking at it going, how am I going to feel? Because at that point, theoretically, I should be grown up. And I, I don't feel grown up yet. Yeah, I tend to, I mean... I wish I was 50 again, let me put it like that. But um, when you're facing 60, it's even uh, it's even more serious. And um, yeah, that whole question about growing up, I, I find it very difficult. Yeah, I'm, de- I'm definitely not grown up yet, that's for sure. So you write your own stuff then. How, what's kind of your process? Do you write like the guitar chords first or the lyrics or the song? What's kind of your process? So my favourite way or the way that happens most often is I'll just be... Th- strumming along and randomly singing words out of the subconscious which basically to use them to find a melody I guess I find a kind of chord sequence that comes from somewhere and I guess then if I find some melody that fits it then it comes from there so it tends to be pretty random I have occasionally um written words written lyrics and then try to build a a song around them but i find that harder it is really hard i had the lovely jace delaney on recently who's a poet and a fabulous poet if you want to listen back to that uh life off the stage is the name of the podcast you want to listen back to that and he's very kindly sent me over some song lyrics which he's done Uh, and i've had a go at doing a tune to it and i i've kind of got something there haven't quite mastered it yet um, but I've had to change some stuff because kind of in your head you go, oh, that doesn't quite fit. And he's very kind of given me the license to play around. So are you, are you a songwriter then? I am a songwriter as well for yeah. my sins. Yes. OK, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you you write the music as, and, the, and the lyrics as well? Yeah, normally. Yeah, I like doing poetry too. It's one of my other things okay. that I like doing. So. All right. So we should have, you, should have, you play guitar? What I do, do you play? play. Yeah, I do well, play guitar. Well, you, could have played, you could have jammed with me in I, our live rounds. That have. would have been the thing. Do you know what? We'll have you back and we'll do that. I had the lovely Sorrel in here. She was my first ever live lounge. Right. Sorrel Pitt. She's a dancer as well. Uh, and surprisingly, I know Joel from dancing. What's the chances of that? Um, and uh, she was quite nervous. So she asked me to join in with her playing her tracks. And it was very strange because I was here and we did it live as well. And I said, and here today on Radio Bath, here is Sorrel Pitts. Literally picked up my guitar, played along with her, put the guitar down. Well done, Sorrel. So it was, uh, yeah, it was very bizarre. I mean, to me, music uh, is... What I love about music is the improvisation, the spontaneity. And even the songs that I know and I've written, I play, they're different each time I play them. And it makes it difficult. Often when I play live, I play with an amazing fiddle player from Swindon called Rachel Birkin. And luckily she's professional, trained at the Royal College of Music, (laughs) as well as having an understanding of all the whole folk and country stuff. But, you know, it needs someone like that because I will, the songs that we've rehearsed, I'll change them here and there. And I don't do it, I'm just doing it because I want to keep it interesting and I'm seeing what happens as the song progresses. Um, so that, what you talked about, what you did with Sorrow, I mean, I totally think that's great. So next time we'll, we'll definitely do it. Absolutely. No, mm. I will bring my guitar in. I am what I would call average on the guitar. I'm okay. 
but just there's always going to be a billion players much better than me so um, yeah. but i can jam along with people when, exactly that's exactly i mean in terms of the interesting thing what you that you're saying about i don't particularly like writing uh, my own lyrics and then finding a song to it but if you gave me if someone else gave me lyrics okay. and said and said can you t- make a song to it i'd kind of take that as a challenge i kind mm. of don't mind mind that idea and lately I've been working with a friend of mine. I lived in Germany for 10 years. And a friend of mine I met on the uh, music scene there, uh, his band is called Death in Rome. They're, they're what they call neo-folk. Uh, and it's an interesting genre because folk, you think it's something to do with modern folk music. It's nothing mm. to do with folk music. It's a very dark, sort of post-goth type of mm. sound. Um, but I've been writing lyrics for him, and it's really interesting to see what he does okay. with my lyrics and turn them into these dark, brooding <laughs> sounds. <laughs> well, I will, li- I will literally want to listen to that. Now, if anybody does want to listen to any of your music, how do they get hold of it? The best place is the website, which is joelrose.com. Now, Joel is J-O-L, just the three letters without the E, joelrose.com. And at the bottom of the webpage, you've got links to... Spotify and SoundCloud, that whole capoodles. And all of that type of stuff. And if they want to see you live, are you are you playing anywhere soon? Well, the last gig this year is going to be this coming Sunday in the Ashford Club in Swindon. Uh, it's an afternoon gig. It's 4 to 5.30. If you haven't been to the Ashford Club I, in I Swindon, haven't. it's highly recommended. It's It kind of throws you back to the days of the working men's clubs. Yeah. Although it is, you know, mixed genders. I don't know how recently. Cheapest drinks in town. Oh, and right. you'll always end up having had a conversation or two with people who you may or may not agree with. But um, <laughs> it's a uh, rather interesting place for an afternoon Sunday gig. So that would be my closing gig. Um, this year and next year yeah you mentioned i'm playing in the the but but uh, at the pump at the in pump trowbridge. In trowbridge which i love that place down there and i think it's january i'm playing at the bradford on avon the bradford oh, at the roots, roots festival, festival yeah. i saw that as well i've been to the roots festival many times an amazing uh experience actually i've performed there myself as a dancer so that was uh, uh that was really interesting but the pump for those that don't know the village pump in trowbridge it's on the tesco roundabout as it's often known by the yokels and it's behind the lamb pub and it's this tiny little venue incredibly atmospheric um tiny little stage uh but a brilliant place to play have you ever played there before? Yeah, I have. It's I, and it's 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 got a circle as well, so it's like an yeah. upper level, so you can go and it's got about six seats up there. No, there's more than that. Is there? Yeah. So from where you can see, you can just see kind of the bar bit or the kind of the bit that goes along. But they've they've got about I think it's about thirty six cinema seats that go up in a in a slope. So yeah, the whole venue holds about a hundred people in total. Yeah, I never would have guessed that. Yeah, squidged in. <laughs> uh, Well, we're going to have a little break for some music. When we come back, we're going to hear the first of Joel's tracks. He's going to do four tracks for us today. So that'll be coming up right after this. Across Bath, Chippenham and Melksham, this is Radio Bath. So welcome back. It's Richard Boverson here until midday today. We're ready for Joel's first track. So Joel, tell us the name of this track and what's it all about? Well, the track is called Till Morning and... Yeah, it's one, again, that came spontaneously out of my subconscious. I think it's about relationships. It's about losing someone and trying to reconnect them again. Uh, Just as a a side issue, it was one that is on the last album I did, Peace, Love, Americana. It nearly didn't make that album because it was quite a rough version I had of it. And I threw it on there. And it's actually the most popular in terms of listens to on YouTube. So, yeah. 
Well, here today on Radio Bath is Joel Rose. Say goodbye in the evening Wave goodbye from the shore I've been waiting till morning As my dreams all fall to the floor In the light I can't see you answer your name There's a bright light up ahead now How many times must we play this game Send you one more goodbye now For I know you're on your It's a hard trail we travel From tomorrow back into yesterday There you'll be in the morning There you'll call when you go There we'll stand without shaking Without warning, I will see you in the lights of an old rodeo. of salvation in the ruins of all we left behind I'll be waiting till morning one more time so say goodbye in the evening wave goodbye from the shore I've been waiting till morning As my dreams all fall to the floor Sounding absolutely amazing there. There's Joel Rose here on Radio Bath with your first track. We'll be back with the second track right after this. This is Radio Bath. So it's time for track two now on Radio Bath. This is Joel Rose. Joel, tell me what track two is. Uh, it's hard not to smile when you give me these introductions, man. Um, <laughs> thank you, Richard's pleasure. Um, this is the Bangalore Boogie. All right. Yeah, it was uh, the initial idea was uh, written on a train. It wasn't actually the Bangalore. It was Mangalore. Um, but Mangalore Boogie didn't quite have the 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 the, 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 catch, the, the kind of the the 
I don't know, a little sound to it. So anyways, the Bangalore boogie. Um, on this train, and there's a lot of train rides if you travel around India, um, I came up, I guess I came up with a chorus bit, which is, you can boogie to the left, boogie to the right, <laughs> boogie up and down now with all your might. And But it kind of stayed there until a few years ago when it got finished off, and it, it made onto my second album, which was... Uh, my lockdown album, which every musician seems to have done. Absolutely. Mine was called, the album was called Welcome to Zombie Land. The zombies, you know, seem to have, you know, gone into the background at the moment. But anyway, uh, I got an amazing local pianist in Swindon, uh, John Bucket, uh, to play the boogie piano on, on the album version. But this, this is uh, the acoustic version. Amazing. Here on Radio Bath, it's Joel Rose. Tail like a rocket on the Mamba Express Jumble with your pocket to some Mary Celeste Juggle with each daydream to some terminal disease Fight to live for truth while they knock it to your knees Figure with the glory, struggle with the pain One watch stories just new speak once again Come on, when you fear the floor to the Mangalore boogie that you can't boogie no more You can't boogie to the left, boogie to the right Boogie up and down and with all your might Come on, when your feet hit the floor You can do the Bangalore boogie till you just can't boogie no more Train all the way to Mangalore Steaming through the shanties And leaning out the door Screaming at little kids Whose eyes are wet with doubt Bang away another time As you try to work it out Figure it might be easier To buy another round Buy and spin and fleeing As we fly from town to town Come on Where your feet hit the floor to the Bangalore boogie till you can't boogie no more You can't boogie to the left, boogie to the right Boogie up and down and with all your might Come on, where your feet hit the floor You do the Bangalore boogie till you just can't boogie no more Boogie one more time, come on.
and boogie to the left, boogie to the right, boogie up and down with all your might. Come on, when your feet hit the floor, you do the Bangalore boogie till you can't boogie no more. You do the Bangalore boogie till you just can't boogie no more. You do the Bangalore boogie till you can't boogie no more. Absolutely incredible. Now, the downside is, is that this is radio, Joel, and your performance <laughs> then was just so good. I just sat here enjoying every single second of that. You lost yourself then, didn't you? <laughs> I couldn't open my eyes to look at you because I was focusing for some reason. Oh, absolutely loved it. So uh, that's track two from Joel. We've got three and four to go yet. Can't wait. Back after this. Radio Bar. We're on to track three then with the lovely Joel Rose here on Radio Bath. It's Richard Bovesen here until midday today. Joel, tell us about track number three. Track number three. Thank you, Richard. It's called Thread to Heaven. Uh, it's another one from the, the Welcome to Zombieland, the lockdown album. And uh, I, I, you've said to me already that we, you know, this is a very clean, pure radio station. We certainly can't allow swearing no. to them. Not at all. Uh, but when I introduced this song live, I'm going to edit it while I tell Please you now. Do. But the song, <laughs> the song is about how messed up this world can get or has got at times recently. And um, the last, the final line on this, of the song is, we've lost the thread to heaven and the world's gone mad. Lovely. Here on Radio Bath, it's Joel Rose. Well, you take my hand We're standing here Still staring out to sea you say you want to find some meaning in this insanity But there's noise above and noise below and rumble everywhere And the more I try and stumble, the less I seem to care I say there's no sense and there's no truth all these telltale signs confound And the cindered flakes and newsprint Scattered all around You say don't be such a pessimist And you smile like you don't know We're stronger than all that you said And we're still the way to go Outside your window Outside your door Many moons have left their traces On dreamers as they dream Still we strive for more Thank you. 
Well, I'm tired for sure. I can scarcely keep my eyelids from my toes. And with every angry rock I hurl, my weariness grows. I see darkness round every bend. You smile and shake your head. You say goodness conquers evil. They're the words the prophet said. Well, I burn my clothes along the way. I've traveled many lanes. Some treat me like a stranger. Some say I'm to blame. Well, I've heard their twisted sagas, and don't it make you sad? We've lost the thread to heaven. And the world's gone mad. Outside your window, outside your door, many moons have left their traces on dreamers as we dream. Still, we strive for more. Still, we strive for more and more and more together. Still, we strive for Sounding brilliant again, Joel. That was a gorgeous track. I could feel the emotion as you were doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, uh, yeah, I feel it, man. I feel it. Yeah, that absolutely shows. Absolutely brilliant. You're going to be coming back with your cover track very, very shortly. Back right after this. Across Bath, Westbury, and Warminster, this is Radio Bath. So it's cover track time now. It's Richard Boveson here until midday. Joel Rose is here on a story to tell. It's live lounge day today. Joel, tell us about your cover track and why you chose this one. So I'm going to do you a song by a fabulous uh, singer-songwriter whose name is John Prine. I won't embarrass you in public by saying when I mentioned this earlier, you well, said... Well, you can, you can say it. I don't mind. I really don't. So you mentioned John Prine. Correct. And I said, I've never heard of him. And I still haven't heard of him. So. And you may have... This is one of his songs that has been quite widely co covered. The most covered song by him that a lot of people might have heard is called Angel of Montgomery. Of course, yes, I know you that know one. That really, song, right. Absolutely not. So no. that's... No, oh, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go. Yeah, so... Um, 
He's, he's, I guess he fitted in the country music yeah. scene, but again, you know, slightly not the smooth and you know that we the smooth country and western, but more like Americana. I suppose more slightly. Anyway, he was wrote loads of songs. He died sadly a few years ago. I put out his. He was would have turned seventy seventh. 77 this year on the 10th of October and I put out seven songs as a tribute to him on YouTube um, but the one I'm going to play now <clears throat> is one I often play uh, when I'm performing live it's often the song I open up with I, it was the song I heard first that introduced me to John Prine um, actually I heard it by another country singer called Nancy Griffiths um, performing it and um, you know, I guess I fell in love with the song and the guy when I start to get into his music. So it's The Speed of the Sound of Loneliness. The Speed of the Sound of Loneliness. Here on Radio Bath, it's Joel Rose. You come home late, you come home early You come home, Bill, when you're feeling small Come on straight and you come home curly Sometimes you don't come home at all What in the hell has come over you? What in heaven's name have you done? Broken the speed of the sand of loneliness You're out there running, be on the run Got a heart that burns with a fever. I got a worried and a jealous mind. How a love that lasts forever. It left so far behind. What in the hell has come over you? What in heaven's name have you done? You've broken the speed of the sound of loneliness You're out there running, be on the run
mighty mean and a dreadful sorrow Cross that evil line of day How will we talk about tomorrow? We ain't got one good word to say What in the hell has come over you? What in heaven's name have you done? You've broken the speed of the sad loneliness You're out there running, be on the run Speed of the sound of loneliness. You're out there running, be on the run. You're out there running, be on the run. Sounding fantastic again. There's a cover version there by the lovely Joel Rose here on Radio Bars. We're coming back with your quick fire round next, Joel. How are you feeling about that? Looking forward to it. Good, I can't wait. Back with Joel right after this. Made locally in Bath. This is Radio Bath. So it's Richard Bovers and here until midday. I've had the wonderful Joel Rose here. How have you found the live lounge today, Joel? Oh, it's been a struggle, my friend. But I've, you know, with your positive encouragement, the vibe, the positive vibes coming from you, Richard, are unsurpassed. So thanks, oh, man, for your warm welcome. You're very kind. I say I've taken a few videos, which I'll give to you, okay, okay of of yourself performing, and and we mentioned before about the fact that you know it's kind of a different environment in here. It's not a live place or anything you're just performing to me and i always feel very fortunate because i get my own private concert but it's i'm guessing a little bit intimidating because i'm just here staring at you you know i've noticed this when you're in a especially if you're in a small gig and i've noticed when i've been watching people and i look at them they were perform avoids eye contact and um so yeah i know when i was playing here with you in the studio I have my eyes shut, which when I'm playing live, I, I almost never do. I'm always yeah. looking at the audience. But yeah, it's um, it's quite, I guess it could be quite intense Yeah, if I was staring indeed. deep into your we, eyes. We could just stare deep into each other's eyes <laughs> through the microphones. Right, it's quick fire round then. So you don't get access to these questions, do you, Joel? I don't. You've no idea what's coming no up. Idea. There are 11 questions. The first one I have told you, as I tell everybody, and that is, what is your favourite ice cream? It's got to be mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate chip. Any particular make, make at all? I'm not an expert with makes, but I, I, that, if I get a scoops and I see the mint ice cream with the chocolate chips in it, that'll be the one. That's yours for yeah. the... Yeah, every yeah. time. Do you ever vary from it at all? Or is it that scenario? Because like when, when we go to Wagamama's, myself and Zoe, my wife, I know what she's going to order. She looks at the menu. I don't know why she looks at the menu. She always <laughs> orders the chicken katsu curry. Okay, every single time, without fail. We don't go that often. So every time she goes, I know I like it. I'm going to have it. Similar, I don't go to an ice cream shop that often. Mm. So do you go every time and go, I'm going to have the chocolate mint? 
See, if I'm honest, I don't often get ice cream like that. Um, so I can't think when I do. You know, if I go to like a, one of those, um, like a corner shop, yeah. then I, I tend to go for the, is it they feast, the one with the chocolate oh, yeah. in the middle? and the. Um, so I would. Yeah, if I was one of those gelateria, what are they called? Gelateria? You know, yeah, I definitely. I mean, I quite like the ones where you get two or three scoops and you can have yeah. it. I'll, I'll go for a fruity sorbet. That would be my second choice. Okay. You know, I like those fruity sorbets. I'll be honest, this is the most I've ever talked about ice cream, but I'm, I'm yeah. loving it. It's all good. Right, I we're going to move some on. People, on. I mean, I am not, as you can, I'm not, but some people live, that is their thing. Oh, yeah. And as I say, where I lived, when I lived in Germany, it was the south of Germany, like they have the Italian influence and they've got these, I'm say, I know I'm saying it wrong, gelateria, these ice cream. And ice pe- cream shops. Ice cream shops. People go throughout the year and all they do is go in and they choose from like 40 or 50 different flavours of ice cream. We had a very weird scenario. We were putting out our Christmas lights the other day. And it was, I reckon, four degrees outside. It was absolutely Baltic cold. Wind was howling. And we heard the sound. We were like, that sounds like an ice cream van. And it was. And I'm thinking, who is buying ice cream in this weather? But there we go. Right, we're going to move on. Are you tidy or messy? (laughs) Um, I asked you before we start this round. Is this the one you weren't answering? You kind of said no. Because this is what I am. Go on. I make a huge mess and I have to tidy up. Okay. So I want to say I'm tidy, but in the process of doing anything, I am very messy. But I can't, I can't leave, let it lie. Okay. So you're messy, but like to be tidy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a wannabe tidy. <laughs> we all want to be tidy, but some of us just aren't. Uh, love or hate roller coasters? Well, I'm a reason. I always used to hate them, and I really, uh, from a child's experience, I think I got very sick on something like that. And um, when I was living in Germany, and I went to the Oktoberfest, which has oh, a yeah. big fun fair there, there and we'd had a few beers, and then decided to go to the fun fair, <laughs> and we, you know, we'd met a bunch of people, and my friend who had come to visit me, he said, "Oh, we're all going to go on the road coast," and to save face, I didn't want to chicken out, so I went yeah. on the road coast. It was one of the big ones. You go up and up and up, and I need to go. Like, down and down and down. Yeah, I suppose that's what they do. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> I'm not an expert on Rokos either. Uh, I had a great time, so I realised I like them, but I think I probably like them better when uh, I have had some ale. <laughs> some <before>. ale. <laughs> uh, the weird thing about Oktoberfest, I've done it once in my life, many, many years ago. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, we'll talk about that another occasion. Um, the weird thing is, it's in September, isn't it? Yes, correct. So, yeah, I, I thought I'd missed it. But, uh, yeah, it's actually in Oktoberfest is in September in Germany. Yeah, but at some point, they, it was originally October, and at some point, a hundred years ago, they changed it. <laughs> there we go. Right, do you hang your toilet roll over the top or behind the back? See that? I'm glad you asked me that. I'm I mean, up, are you? I mean, there is, to me, it's not like, do you hang it? There is a right way and a wrong way. Tell me your right well, way. The then. right way has to be out the front. I mean, it makes absolutely no sense to me at all. And I go round. when I, If I'm at someone else's loo and it's hanging the wrong way, I will turn it round. It's like, there's absolute no sense to have the toilet coming. It's going along the wall. It's hanging off the wall. I just don't understand it. Do you know what? You're a man after my own heart. I would, I'd do exactly the same thing. And round the right way, is round the front. There is a patent for it. has to be, surely. It. You'd think so, wouldn't you? But there we Has go. anyone answered the other? Does anyone but think it's the right way to go around the back? Some people don't care. Yeah, Other okay. people don't have a toilet roll holder and it's just okay. sat on the top of the toilet. But, uh, but in no, the one main, actually, no one actually thinks it's right to hang around the back. Some people have never even thought about it. <laughs> 
That's all I'm saying. I shall not I mention mean, I, any I names. Do, I know we're not political, but I do blame our education system here. Well, because young people are growing up with no understanding of how toilet rolls should be hung. Well, on that note, we're going to move to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> do you eat your chocolate from the fridge or from the cupboard? Depends where it is. I'm not fussy. You're not fussy. Fair yeah, enough. I mean... Um, uh, I, we don't tend to put chocolate in in the fridge, so it tends to be out of the cupboard. But uh, if it's in, if it is in the fridge, I will definitely eat it from the fridge. You'll still eat it wherever it's from. I, oh, d- yeah. I did a really, I thought it was quite a clever thing. Is that I don't eat biscuits very often, but I did buy a pack of biscuits which had chocolate in them, and I've put them in the fridge with the safe knowledge that my lovely wife Zoe is not going to touch them. Well, right. <laughs> they're, on, yeah. they're on show, you see, and I know she's not going to eat them because she likes chocolate from the cupboard. Well, she, she hasn't. Taken a couple out nope. and left them to de nope. de cool. They're all mine, up. and I've eaten the lot. Right? Do you make your bed in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you make your bed in the morning then? Well, it's that you know what I said earlier about wanting to be tidy. It's it's an order. I like to, you know, although I feel my life is chaotic. I I do anything I can to bring order to it, and so stretching a duvet half straight and getting the pillows on the right end sort of. It's, it's, it's a modicum of effort. It's the least you can do. <laughs> the least you can do. And the follow-up question is always, do you have any cushions on your bed? Not if I can help it, no. <laughs> and that is the correct answer. <laughs> uh, what is your favourite breakfast? Well, it's a re- that's a, you know, you've got really good questions here. Oh, I, I, I've done this a while. So, I mean, I tend to eat muesli, okay. but... That's because I think it's healthy, I think. It, I mean, it's not my favourite. You know, I'd much rather have, you know, some kind of like hot pancakes, bacon, what's that, maple syrup, yeah, yeah. you know, um, hash browns, all that stuff. I mean, that would be my favourite, but I indulge in that this kind of stuff very, very seldom. You'd have it once in a while. but uh, <laughs> So hot pancakes and bacon and some maple syrup. Yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good. You can go for that. Right. This is always the pressure question, okay, for any live lounge guest. All right. So are you ready for this? See, you're you're setting it up now. I am setting it up. Absolutely. So what is your go-to karaoke song? So it used to be, uh, to be fair, I haven't done karaoke before, but it used to be... um, Baby, let me be your loving teddy bear. It used to be that one. Um, Elvis, teddy bear. I just want to be your teddy bear. Yeah, that's the one it used to be. And uh, so maybe that would still would be that one. And there you go. See, the thing I always then ask is, will you give a rendition and all live lounge guests? Really. But you just just cracked on with it, yeah. which is fantastic. Right, favourite TV programme or film? Oh, well, I'm going to go for film because I'm not a big TV watcher. Go for um, and I do have a top ten or so that, um, that I watch over and over again. I'm trying to think of one that I'm going to give you now because I can't really work out. So the... Can I give you two? You can give me I'll two. give you two because one you. is the JFK, the Kevin Costner movie. movie. Okay. It was a real eye opener. It was a beautifully crafted film, and the other is with Nell and I, which is a timeless gem of Ooh. dramatic comedy. What was that? With Nell and I. With Nell and I. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, you haven't seen it. No. Oh. You have. All your listeners are going. Richard, you haven't seen with Nell. So with Nell and I. I am making a note on my phone now. It is a. I mean, it's. Um, I'm going to say it's a cult classic. It's okay. a it's a classic as well. Every scene is a winner. Um, I'm fascinated to know if you, what you think I, of it. I will absolutely have a watch of that. Yeah. Right, two questions to go then. Uh, if you came back in your next life as an animal, which one would you be and why? Oh, I thought you were going to get some options then. No, no, I'm just, gonna... just anything. 
Well, I'm going to go for a dormouse because they're actually in, they're okay. really really cute. They're tiny little things. They're the only mouse, believe it or not, in Britain at least, that has got a furry tail. All the others have got kind of scaly or bare naked tails. And they're endangered, so I think one more would be good for the population. A dormouse. You know, I've never had that answer before. I love that answer. <laughs> that is so good. You didn't say a cat, which I'm very pleased oh, no. by. And so a, do- a dorm. although I love cats. A, do- yeah. a dormouse, I only recently realised it's spelled D-O-R. It's not, t- it's not like door as in the shut the door. No, mm. it's not. Now, my wife, again, just branching off ever so quickly she's just got into a, a facebook page which she keeps showing me the photos of and the facebook page is called i love cows have you ever heard of that facebook page? no i can't say i do all i'd suggest is never type that into your phone okay because <laughs> all you're then going to get up is cute cows and she kept showing me cows i'm like it's just a cow but uh, <laughs> well you say don't type in my phone my phone's here it's on silent but it's listening to it's you listening to it me. knows but I mean I don't know Instagram um, uh, you know my girlfriend is has follows quite a few but now they I've got it as well now is these cat videos yeah which are quite addictive they oh. are they are very cute oh, I love cows is right along that same vein <laughs> it really is and your last question Joel Rose and that is where is your happy place oh my goodness um, yeah, there's a lot of options there, but there I'm going to say in a little woodland in the middle of Wales. Ah, oh, why in the middle of Wales then? Well, they've got some beautiful woodlands there and rolling hills that you can look out over. Beautiful. Have you taken your guitar and your harmonica with you? Without doubt. Absolutely. It's, um, that sounds like a beautiful place to be. Joel, thank you so much for coming on Radio Bath today. I hope you've enjoyed it. It's been delightful. And thank you. And thank you also for not asking me the question that I was asked on the high street oh, the on. other day. And I, th- I think it's the obvious question, but, you know, it's way, way below what your the quality oh, of your on. show is. Is um, I'll ask you just, you know, oh, just, is, is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Oh, that good old one. It's, it's, so the answer to that for me is it was filmed at Christmas time, but it's not a Christmas movie. Oh, okay, there you go. So I'm, I'm going with that answer. Yeah, good. Yeah. There are Christmas trees in it, but it's hardly love, actually, is it? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so, or White Christmas. Or White Christmas. Shall we, shall we sing a duet of White Christmas before, to go out? You could fade this out as a... We could. I'm, I'm trying to... dreaming of, of a white, white Christmas. Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know. And I think we'll hold it there, yeah, shall we? Joel Rose, it's been amazing. <laughs> Thank you for being on Radio Bath, and I hope to see you again very soon. Thanks, Richard. Thanks for having me.